Do you want to get cognitive dissonance streamed to your iPhone or BlackBerry? If so, download Stitcher free today at Stitcher.com. Hi guys, this is Satan calling from hell. I just wanted to say that I love your show, and I'm looking forward to drinking with you in hell. I have a special glory hole set up for you. that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. This is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And there is no welcome at. This is episode 127 of Cognitive Dissonance, if you can believe that shit. We've got a uh, very special guest joining us today uh, for the end of the program. It's Mike from the Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracies. And this is a conspiracy-laden show, Cecil. We're going to be talking about uh, three conspiracies um, throughout the course of this show, one of which involves me having a shitty cold. Yeah. So That's not I a think conspiracy. There, a, there must have been a con- I've developed... See, here's the thing about conspiracies, Cecil. I've, I figured it out okay. from reading these stories. Sure, no. See, first you just... Take the facts and throw them in the trash. Right, right, right. So the facts of the case would be that I got a fucking virus and that I'm fighting a virus. Okay, well, that's that's so pedestrian, I can't even give it credit. It's, right, so I'm going to throw right. that out the window. Fuck that noise. Absolutely. And then you just make some shit up out of whole cloth that so, furthers your agenda. So what's your conspiracy on your... Well, I, I think that I have been given a conspiracy by Mike from the Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracies as... Proof that there are conspiracies. I think that is this he going to come on and is that going to be his his thesis? Right. <laughs> so skeptics guy to conspiracy. Is, I, his actions thesis is conspiracies exist. I think so. <laughs> I think I think that he's going to prove that the is, uh, yeah the truth of right. conspiracies, and he's doing this in part by by engaging in this in this. Uh, and and I've never met the guy, so clearly, in order for him to have given me this cold, there must have been a a long uh, clandestine string of events 
in which I was infected probably by a poisoned umbrella. That's my umbrella. That's my guess. It was a poison umbrella uh, that shot a dart into my foot when right. I was like taking a shit at Starbucks. Or who something. was that who know. got the poisoned umbrella? That that was actually a thing that somebody that was. Used. I think it was a Soviet spy. Yeah, it was or like something. a spy or some shit got right. fucking poisoned. Yeah. There's a fucking poison. That's like some Q shit. That's yeah. some James Bond stuff. It's like an exploding. What's like a hand grenade watch? Right, right. Or an so. ejector seat in your car or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the MythBusters where they did the ejector seat? No, in the car? I've never seen it. It's awesome to put an ejector seat that will actually eject a person out. They had to basically like rip the whole car apart, and the car now no looks doesn't look anything like a regular car. Right, sure. It's, you know, people be heavy. Yo. Yeah, it looks so like it looks a like lot. a stack of explosives on wheels. And then to get it to go off, it like it like kills you. Like there's no way that you could just eject. <laughs> it's like the worst ejector seat. It ejects your life out of your right. body. It's just it's like a murder seat. Yeah. And then the interior of the car. So like if you wanted to eject your passenger, you can't eject your passenger without you catching on fire. <laughs> You die in the process. You die. So it's like, fuck you, dude. It's a suicide bomber ejector seat is what oh. it is. It's fucking spectacular, actually. What the fuck? You can't even, it's great. So what is what is wrong with society we can't even make a fucking ejector seat? I know, right? I mean, we are so far from personal jetpacks if nope, we don't no have No flying cars. Seats. No jetpacks. We don't have any of the good no shit. No androids I can promised. fuck. I mean, come right. on. You can't fuck hardly any robot. I mean, a, <laughs> it's like I mean, like, like I you mean, could a, like fuck I, a flashlight or something, but that's only like part of a robot. I have bought dinner for my Roomba so many times, <laughs> and it still rejects my advances. Just buzzing around my living room, ignoring me like I'm not even there. <laughs> that bitch specifically avoids me. <laughs> It'll suck anything but me. <laughs> So, holy shit. So, okay, I just linked Cecil to this story from the Huffington Post for our first story. Um, but I do want to point out, I don't know if we, you, you linked to it. There's a red banner across right now. It says, Holiday Spirit, <laughs> alleged <laughs> stabbing, stabbing at, Walmart. at Walmart on Black Friday. I love turning a, a stabbing into like, hey, let's throw an irony tag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, because we're a credible news source. Somebody got whole ho holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Gene Rosen, Sandy Hook hero, harassed by conspiracy theorists who claim he's an actor. Uh, this story is super sad. This is a, a story about a dude. So we don't have to tell you what Sandy Hook was, right? Like Sandy Hook was that a horrifying massacre of children that occurred, uh, what, probably about a year ago. Now, yeah, something maybe like a little that. less. And there was a guy, a couple of kids showed up at this dude's door. And they're like, fucking teacher's dead. We're kind of fucked up about it. And he took them in. And he was like, great, you know, come to my house and I probably won't shoot you. So that's better than the place you were just at. Um, and these fucking conspiracy theorists are busting this guy's shit. Cecil. Yeah, totally. And, you know, like he puts those kids away, helps them out. Um, and then these conspiracy theorists start putting out these videos where they're talking about him being like a pedophile. They talk about him being a um, uh, an actor, that he has like a, a Screen Actors Guild card or something like that. Right, right. And, you know, them accusing him of this is like, it's it's like accusing Oscar Schindler of being like a fucking like in league with Hitler or something. Right, you know what like I mean? Like, he's just like, what, what's wrong with you? What are you thinking? These This guy goes out of his way 
to, you know, help somebody out, you know, putting himself in some danger. I mean, there's a guy with a gun who's shooting other people and they're nearby and he's protecting the, you know, the victims that this are the potential victims that this guy wants to kill. And people, I don't know what kind of fuck nuttery brings people to this, but they somehow think that they should make videos and talk about this stuff. And I, what part of me thinks it is, is just YouTube hits. Like the reason why you make something like this, that's inflammatory, stupid and gets people fucking, you know, gets their hackles up is because you want to make sure that you get that ad revenue on YouTube. That's the only thing I can think of that would make somebody think that this is a good idea to put on, you know, I mean, what, what other fucking reason would there be to make something like this, to just make it up? Yeah, well, you know, I got I to gotta tell you, I think the reason is you've got gun nuts, I think, who look at something like Sandy Hook. And the part of, I think this is a cognitive dissonance issue. I really do. I think, I, I think, it's, I think it works like this. And I'm, I'm not, even, not even being facetious right now. I think it works like this. I think you've got some people who are super crazy invested in the idea that there should be no controls at all on or regulation on ownership, private ownership of firearms, right? right? Um, and who harbor and the same people. This, so you got that on the one side, and then those same people. This is so we're making we're making a smaller and smaller subset who have an intense hatred and dis, and, and distrust of the, of the federal government. So they see something like this, and part of them immediately recognizes that this is going to start a debate. A debate that should be happening. They see this and they think, holy shit, someone, this happened with guns. I support guns. The government is going to come after my guns. So I need this not to be true. How can I make this not true? Here's how I can fabricate, without even knowing they're doing it, I think. Here's how I can fabricate a story that explains away all of these things and makes me comfortable with my everybody should have all the bazookas stance. <laughs> Right, like, because and not that's bazooka like a thing. gum here. We're talking about like bazooka, right. the thing right. that kills many people in one right. shot. Right. Well, it's like David Barton, right? Like that guy. We talked about him what a week or two ago, yeah. and he he said, you know, the Second Amendment guarantees you should be able to have you know fucking RPGs, like an F sixteen, yeah, like an F sixteen, like right. an actual could, human, like an actual person could afford an F sixteen. Right. No kidding. Like the only people that have F like Warren Buffett would be driving yeah. to work. In a fucking F-16. Everybody else would be like, I still have a Hyundai. You know, like, <laughs> fuck, what? Yeah, an F-16 costs $14.6 million. It's so funny because Warren Buffett could seriously buy that Oh, God, casually. yeah. I mean, like, billionaires could easily buy one of those things. Sure, but casually. I mean, they could be like, I mean, but seriously, like, fucking, there's, what other $14 million vehicle other than, like, a fucking, you know, 100-foot yacht or something is there? Right. You know, like a big giant yacht or something, something huge that you could cart like, you know, 50 people on in comparison to just like a two seater. What two seater vehicle? Right. Is $14.6 million. And do you have to have a co-pilot named Goose if you have one? Like, is that required? No, but you have to Goose your co-pilot. Okay. Well, then fair enough. You know, fair enough. You have to grab hold. But I really do think that's where these conspiracies come from, man. I think it's like. Instead of engaging that part of their mind that says, holy cow, maybe there is maybe there is something I need to consider about this stance. Maybe we really do have a problem when like regular everyday folk can get their hands on assault weapons. Maybe maybe not. But in order to even engage that conversation, you have to have some level of intellectual openness to that conversation. But if you can instead 
shift everything off into this conspiracy theory. Well, now it's the government trying to take my guns and they're they're because these people claim that this, that the massacre never happened. They're right, not just right. saying this guy's a liar. They're saying none of these kids got killed. That it never happened. Right. And then there's also the people who who say that the, there was a conspiracy that happened in Aurora. There was a conspiracy even with with Gabby Gifford. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like when she got shot out in front of the thing, there was a conspiracy there. And I have a feeling you're right in some way here, Tom, because I think that there is that connection, you know, each time with um, with firearms that somehow right. these these people who are so, like you say, so invested in having complete and all access to firearms, there's there they need something to sort of make sure that that always is the case. Well, and, and this isn't the only conspiracy theory to hit the uh, hit the stories this week, Cecil. This next one comes from the Raw story, um, and this one is so weird. <laughs> Birther Preacher claims Obama had mother of his love child killed outside the White House. Now, a few weeks back, um, there was a woman who uh, crashed her car, like road drove past a security checkpoint. It's actually kind of unclear to me still what exactly happened. Um, but the, the the nuts and bolts of it is she had a kid in her seat. She fucking did a weird thing and drove past the security checkpoint. And the police opened fire and shot this woman, killed her. And this dude just decided, he seriously just fucking decided that this was Obama's, the, the mother of, like, it's a love child conspiracy fucking love boat thing going on. He just made it up. He seriously just made it up, Cecil. There's <laughs> he, no other explanation. <laughs> he did make it up. I mean, there's no other. I mean, come on. His his mother of his bastard child is so furious at him that drives the car into the thing. Like, why wouldn't you just be like, I would like a DNA test. Just go to the press. Yeah. <laughs> It would be the easiest thing in the world. It's like the safest thing you can do, right? Right. Just call Fox News. Fox News would give you first all the money. Like just all the money. Yeah. Fox News would even change their stance on abortion for this one. (laughs) (laughs) If you had a credible claim to an Obama love child uh, birthing, you could seriously call Fox News and be like, I would like a check. For all the money. Right. All of America's money. Just yeah. give me all the money. Ah, give me all I the money. would like to be your next commentator. Right. Commentator? I'd like to be your next, next fucking CFO. Yeah. <laughs> just, I want a job. Like, what do you have in the realm of jobs where I just get big checks? Right, yeah. Like, where I don't even have to come in on Tuesday. And, just, I, I, and I'm not talking, like, the checks that you get with, like, that are, like, six foot by four foot checks that you got to walk down to that right. big bank to cash. Over, yeah. I, I tell you what, Cecil, if I ever get rich enough, and this is very unlikely, if I ever get rich enough, I want all of my paychecks in giant oversized novelty checks. There's no reason you shouldn't. I, I, I want a checkbook. Be- That's that big. <laughs> you mail your checks like you mail <laughs> your bill payments in oversized right, novelty giant checks. Giant oversized envelopes. Like, what the fuck? Did somebody mail me a placemat? What is this thing? <laughs> You like roll up like to deliver it in person. You fold it into an enormous paper airplane. Walk in. <laughs> you hang glide in on it. I just, it like the the clerk sitting at the front desk of like fucking Citibank's like, uh, can I help you, sir? You just from two feet away like plink, throw a huge check at his chest. Like it knocks him out. <laughs> <laughs> kills him. Skewers him. 
Like I'm that rich, I don't even give yeah, a shit. Yeah. Well, you get away with it when you're super rich, like Obama. Right. You know, you just get away with it. Why is it that people think like, you know, this is the other thing that people people think that the president has like this ultimate power to like murder people. Like while right. he does have the ability to assassinate people, he's at least accountable for it. Yeah, I mean, it's not like he can actually go out and shoot people in the face. Right. <laughs> like Obama cannot like let's let's cut the shit. The man's president, he's a powerful fucking dude. Absolutely. But he does not have the he doesn't have a fucking license to kill because we don't live in fiction. Yeah. <laughs> right? Cuz that's not an actual thing. This is the same guy who previously hosted a woman on his program who claimed that Obama had traded gay sex for cocaine. Yeah, yeah, I remember this guy. Yeah. Uh as a teenager and this is the best part of this. I same also sentence. remember trading uh, gay sex for cocaine with Obama too. Yeah, well, I did. This. I he mean, liked to trade that as well as his Pokemon cards. He was a huge I, fan of trading both of those. Can you things. beat me to it by it? I was like, oh, oh yeah, did I steal another oh, one? You did. It was oh, great. Damn, it was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> just for that, I'm getting out of this story. You're We're just going to leaving story. it now. You're just abandoning this story. I'm just. I'm a fucking sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> what you do. When you think you've discovered something, what you do is write articles in scientific journals, uh, give talks at the professional societies, uh, go to the civil engineering department at MIT or Florida or wherever you are, and present your results, uh, and uh, then proceed to try to convince the national academies, the professional society of physicists and civil engineers, the departments in the major universities convince them that you've discovered something. Now, there happen to be a lot of people around who spent an hour on the internet and think they know a lot of physics, but it doesn't work like that. So this next story also comes from the raw story. Noam Chomsky slaps down 9-11 truther. People spend an hour on the internet and <laughs> think they know physics. Uh, I First of all, I have to say, I fucking love Noam Chomsky. I've seen him speak. I've, he's just a super cool dude. Um, and he's, he's also a guy who just calls bullshit when he sees bullshit. Like, that's a guy who's unafraid to be like, hmm, that's some bullshit. Um, so there was, there's the never-ending conversation, right, about Building 7. Um, and I like the way Noam Chomsky approaches this, Cecil. Yeah, his, his approach is really simple. He basically says two major points. The first one is he says, look, the safest thing you can do is start writing academic papers and go out and – speak at conferences and publish your results. If you have results, if you have actual science in your engineering uh, you know, claims that Building 7 was blown up with thermite or whatever the hell, he's like, go start speaking at conferences and publish a paper. He's like, that's the safest thing you can do. He's like, nobody can stop you from doing that sort of thing. And he's like, he's like, so, you know, you're not going to, there's no way you're going to be like, you know, because there's all these people who say you can't you can't talk about it, so that's why they haven't right. done it. Well, that's bullshit. And he says that's how science gets done. That's how you do it. And he also just drops the bomb on this guy by basically saying, look, you don't have to know physics to know that 9-11 wasn't an inside job. It's real easy. All you have to do is look at the motive. People say the motive was that we could go out to war with Iraq. He's like, well, look, when 9-11 when happened – we didn't blame Iraq. We blamed the Saudis, who were our ally. So right. there's no reason to think – I mean, if you're going to go with motive – and that's the thing, right? All of these things the, – the one thing that a lot of these uh, – maybe not a lot of them, 
but most of them sort of have this weak motive. There's a very weak motive. And 9-11 to me feels super weak. Um, why did we blow up our own our own uh, big buildings on our on our own land and knock a you know shoot something into the Pentagon and drop a plane in the middle of you know some field in Pennsylvania? Why did that happen? Well, we wanted to go to war, and it's like no, Bush was gonna go to war. Like right. he was gonna go, he was gonna find a way to go to war. They they actually went in there with the idea about ma- the weapons of mass destruction. They didn't go in there and anything really anything to do with nine eleven. It was right. just like. Man, we we got to get in there. They they wanted to go to war with that guy. I don't think they really wanted the war with Afghanistan, and it's proven because we still over there. We're still fucking mucking about over there. I think we really wanted that war with Iraq, and we got it. And we got it not because of anything that nine eleven did. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the only argument that could be made is that people were all fucking worked up about the Middle East in general, and afraid in general, and willing to do whatever the government was going to say. Like, I, I guess, I guess weak sauce, that's the argument. But, yeah, I mean, why not just say there were right. fucking 19 Iraqis did it? If you if made you it up to go anyway. to war against Iraq, just be like, it was fucking 19 Iraqis. Yeah. That's it. Like, if you made it up like, anyway, if you're going right. to make it up, make it up and make it fit. Do a better job. Like, it, it's, it's almost like saying, like, you have, you're building an, a narrative. You have infinite possibilities when you're building a false narrative. You right. Can, you can just build it however you want. So why would you build a narrative that only tangentially fits into a story that you're trying to construct? It well, doesn't and, make any sense. And, and, and in the one hand, Tom, they're fucking giving these guys this ultra genius um, status by saying, oh, well, they planned all this. They planted all the fucking bombs and then they fucking timing wise rammed a fucking jet in there and then blew them up. And then they did the same thing to World Trade Center 7 for some reason because they needed to blow that building up too for I don't know what the fuck for. And then, you know, all these other little things that had to happen that had to be like perfectly timed or whatever and planned out and they had to shush up all these people. And so that takes just this immense amount of planning and dedication. Yet they can't even get their fucking story straight when they want to decide who they want to fucking invade. I mean, on one hand, they're they're like geniuses and the other fucking man children. It's almost like somebody fucked it up. Like somebody didn't get the last memo. Yeah, gosh, yeah. And like they lost the information. Like, wait, did they just say the Saudis? (laughs) I thought we'd agreed on Iraq. (laughs) Fucking Bush. Goddamn Bush fucked it up again. Jesus. Don't you even know who you're angry with? (laughs) Uh, It's fucking spell it after me, stupid. I-R-A-Q. Yeah. Idiot. (laughs) Well, there's a Q after that. Isn't it I-R-A-Q-U? Isn't it Q-U? Q-U. Iraq. Iraq. <laughs> you always need a U after a Q, right? Right. We, Lord, we just ask to, to be covered with the blood of Jesus. Open hearts, Lord. Open hearts. So this story comes from the Friendly Atheist blog. Report. Parents of injured baby choose emergency baptism over hospital visit with fatal consequences. Uh, no shit. Imagine such a thing. <laughs> Here you're presented with a fucking emergency and your baby. So should you get him baptized real quick or to the hospital? I don't know. Like maybe if he's got like a little burn on his head, the baptism will fucking cool it off. Yeah. <laughs> but if the he's problem a isn't a slight fucking scalp burn, the baptism strikes me as entirely pointless. I think... You know, the reason why people do this is because they don't want their little baby to like burn in hell or whatever the fuck they believe. You know what I mean? Like they don't want the baby. They want the baby to go to heaven. And you're like, well, you know, look, if you try as hard as you can to save your goddamn kid, you know, 
maybe your made up God might actually fucking like that rather than just be like, well, got to get him to the fucking baptismal font. Got to make sure. And what fucking priest do you show up? And he's like, get that kid to a hospital. I know. Right. Wouldn't the beast beast be like, I'm not doing what the well, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. Get they to I will fucking drive. Let's yeah. go. No, like I'll fucking put on the pope lights. Whatever needs to be done. <laughs> <laughs> you know the, the 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 part of this story that that cracks me up is wrong. But there's a quote in here. It says a spokesman for the Saint Petersburg Orthodox Church said, "Quote: This is superstition, not religion." Uh, what? There's a <laughs> distinction without a difference. That's. Really? Yeah. This is superstition, not religion. Well, let's not fucking confuse those two. Yeah, oh my I wouldn't want to do Who that. Goodness. Have somebody the, uh, accidentally baptized. <laughs> I like to, you know, you're taking your kid to make sure, because the kid isn't baptized yet, so you've got to make sure the kid gets baptized before the kid's obviously going to die. Well, the kid right. hasn't had his first birthday yet either. Are we going to take him to stop by the bakery to get his first cake? On the way there, be like, oh, well, you know, he's not, he's going to die soon. So can you make him a cake that says happy four and a half weeks? You know, we just want to fucking put a hat on him before he goes, blow a candle out. Can you do yeah, that? Yeah, Jeez, he's not even going to get his driver's license. Can't we just, like, glue him to the steering wheel? Like, there's all kinds of shit he's not going to do. <laughs> right there, say, yeah, you got to go get him laid. <laughs> right. It is, but I got to buy a hooker for my well, two-month-old. that's old. why they went to the priest. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, a, it's a win all the way around. <laughs> That's the wrong Don't you have to thing. wonder too, like what kind of what kind of belief set you have to have where you look at a two month old infant and you say, "Oh, if I don't put some fucking magic water on his head, he'll burn in hellfire for eternity," because my God is just right. Or like, if what? I don't fix his head, he's dead. Right. But I mean, even if you believed in God, even if you believed in God, how do you? Who? I, I seriously do not understand this. Who believes in a God who sends babies to hell? Like, it's such a ridiculous concept. Westboro like, Baptist Church. <laughs> right. It, it, you have to have you have to have all your brain thinking bits broken at right. that point. Like, oh, man, God loves me so much, he'll burn a baby. Um, seems kind of uncalled for, actually. Maybe the babies are the most delicious. That's Maybe why you braise the baby. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. no, it you cook that fast. Cook it quick. Yeah. It's they're still tender. Yeah, I mean, it's like a you know, it's like a veal. But you can use the bones and make a hell of a stock. I bet. I bet. Get the collagen in there. It's right. just got to be amazing. The mo- baby mouth feel. Ba- it's got to oh. be something. <laughs> French onion and baby. Soup. Just ask a priest. They'll know. Yeah, right. <laughs> or one of those rabbis. Yeah, those rabbis know for sure. The moles. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a short break. I just wanted to say before we go out to break here, uh, I want to thank everybody who has followed us on Stitcher or put us in their playlists or favorited us. I'm not sure what the terminology is there, but we have cracked 2,000 playlists this week, Tom, on Stitcher. really? Yeah, so we're in 2,000 playlists. That's really awesome. If you have Stitcher as an app on your phone, we th- I, actually, Tom and I really love Stitcher as a program. I mean, they, it's don't, cool. they don't pay yeah. us any money or anything to say this, but we just, we like Stitcher as a program. And I, I really enjoy using Stitcher to find new shows. And it gives me a good way. It's a good way to find new shows because it suggests them. But if we, if you do have Stitcher and you do listen to Stitcher, um, take a moment. Maybe you can rate us on Stitcher or you can just add us to your a favorites playlist. That boosts our rating and allows us to, because uh, we're right now we're 
you know, hovering around 25 on society and culture, which is a big, difficult area to fight in because like the top spots are This American Life and Radio Lab, and you know, I mean, we like can these take giant, them out, Cecil. Yeah. These these <laughs> monolithic shows. <laughs> you just, we can we can take out Ira Glass. Yeah, Ira Glass. I yeah, I be honest, I could probably take out Ira Glass. I mean, I don't yeah. know that I, I would say that about many people, but I think I could say that about Ira Glass. Um yeah, so if you if you find us on Stitcher and you have that app, you know, it might be useful. And Stitcher is a great way if you if you do have a smartphone and you, you listen to our show, Stitcher is a great way to find our show and listen to our show. Because you can listen to it, uh, it just you know just streams directly in. The sound quality is pretty good, and uh, and doesn't burn up your data rates. So it's actually a really great program. So so if you if you have Stitcher, like us on Stitcher or friend us or whatever the hell it is, whatever their terminology is, um, so we can get more playlists. Because now it's just about vanity. <laughs> Was it ever about anything else? No. Want to get in touch with the show? Send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to follow the show on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at dissonance underscore pod. Like the podcast page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dissonance pod, or just type cognitive dissonance into the Facebook search bar. Want your voice featured on our show? Leave a short message on our Google voice at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Visit dissonancepod.com to see the news stories featured in the show, buy apps and merchandise, or just leave a comment. And to everyone who helps spread the word about the show by sharing it, tweeting it, and rating it on iTunes, glory hole, you fucking rock. So this story also comes from the Raw story. Catholic bishop performs exorcism with armed officers. Armed officers? Officer. Officers. Officer. Wait a minute. That's a different thing. The Catholics are more familiar with it. Armed (laughs) officers. Over Illinois same-sex marriage, Roman Catholic Bishop Thomas John Paprocki kept his promise on Wednesday and performed an exorcism on the state of Illinois. So the whole state of Illinois, I felt it. It felt like a fucking tremor in my soul, actually, when he did it. Did you feel it, Cecil? I did. I felt it right in my balls. Yeah, it kind of tickled a little. It tickled a little. <laughs> it was like... Like uh, I was getting a prostate exam, kind of? <laughs> I I don't know why. I just instinctively turned my head and coughed. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt right. It just it just felt right. Look at the picture of this guy. Tell me he doesn't look like one of those symbol monkeys where they bang the symbols. <laughs> doesn't he? Like, it's that ding, little ding, beanie ding, hat. Ding. Like that they wear, they wear those little like rabbi hats or whatever. <laughs> a little fez, like yeah. he's got like a Shriner's fez on. And his, his face is sort of that flat smile face. And it like, I mean, I guarantee that cut out of this picture, cropped out of this picture is two symbols. That's, it's it's certain to be true. Um, and he probably used those symbols during his exorcism, Cecil, because um, he he stood in front of the church, basically just saying like, I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to read it. I exercise you, every unclean spirit, every power of darkness, every incursion of the infernal enemy, every diabolical legion, cohort, and faction in the name and power of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the first thing I thought was, if you can get rid of all of them in the whole state, why don't they just do this? Why don't they do this regularly, right? Like, they'd be like the Orkin guy coming out and being like... I'm just going to bug bomb one room. You know, just get the whole, just fucking yeah. exercise all the demons from the earth. 
Right. This Call is, it this a is, night. This is preventative maintenance. There's no reason you shouldn't be doing that. There's it's a reason why. Chiropractic care for your soul. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, you know, got to do it three times a week, though. That's the if problem. you're going to be cleansing the demons out of the out of the state of Illinois because you don't like the gays. Why don't you go start making your rounds where all the priests have diddled kids? Why don't right? you go fucking start cleansing demons there? You know, yeah. this is one of those things where it's like, you know, you there's a clear wrongdoing on your on the Catholic Church's part when it comes to children getting, you know, abused, right? There's a clear wrongdoing. That is clearly against the law. It is clearly morally abhorrent for them to do that. Not just by like a select group, because there's a select group that thinks homosexuality is morally hero, uh, abhorrent, but there's a much larger group that's all of the population that thinks that pedophilia is morally abhorrent. So, you know, why don't you go do that instead? You know, I mean, aren't there greater evils than that? Than than no. in your in your, you know, tiny little mind? No, that's the greatest evil. The greatest evil is genitals. What you gonna do with your genitals? Like that's the evil. Like that <laughs> That is the only thing that matters. Like it doesn't make any difference that people live in say abject poverty across much of the globe. Right. Like, let's exercise that. You know what? Let's just exercise. Yeah. Like, it would have been more effective if he had led the congregation of 500 people in 100 jumping jacks. Yeah, jumping jacks. That or wacky jacks, either one. More yeah. effective. Yeah. Like, let's all just do fucking some jumping jacks for a while. Oh, that seems... Okay, well, actually, we might get something done. We might actually get something done. Instead, he's just fucking calling out spirits to get rid of the evil of same-sex marriage in Illinois. This is the least potent gesture that he could have possibly yeah. made. It's pretty weak sauce. And the other thing, too, is that this is a tactic to, as we said before, demonize. And when I say demonize, I literally mean to demonize someone else's position. And this is a tactic to show that they are evil, that it's not that it's just, um, you know, one of those things where you look at it and you say, well, that's just not morally correct. God wouldn't approve sort of thing. No, this is something that Satan is basically face fucking. He's like, oh, yeah, be gay, be gay, be gay. You know, like <laughs> like he's like super happy about it. And so you're trying to make sure that people recognize that are, you know, not, not only people that are part of your faith, but other people that are Christian that are, you right. know, not they're not in your sect. But they're Christian, so they're going to look at you as a holy man, regardless of whether or not you know they're giving you ten percent of their check. They're going to look at you as some sort of uh, authority, and they're going to say, "Well, if they're exercising the demons and they're saying that they're demonic, etc., then they must be bad." And so he's he's you know poisoning the well for you know how many different Christian groups. Well, and doesn't it occur to to any? Doesn't it occur to any of these folks that it didn't work? Like, well, yeah, right. He he casts out the demons, right? I cast you out, and then nothing happens. And same-sex marriage is still a thing, and gay people are still fucking totally unaffected by his yibber jabbering in the church. At some point, when you be like, "Well, that was on, that was ineffective." God doesn't give two shits. Well, God is like, I was trying to filibuster, but I couldn't do it. They wound up using the nuclear option. <laughs> You would think that they wouldn't pull this kind of shit because it just shows, you know, this this honestly reminds me it of shows how impotent their right. god is. Doesn't it doesn't this seem just like the uh the guy who's like, I'll fucking kill you with my magic spell on yeah. TV, and then you're just like, do something. Right. It's the guy who talks about his Lamborghini, you know, and you're just like, Well, where's your Lamborghini? I'm in your garage. Oh, well, it's uh at the 
the shop. Yeah, right. It's at the oh, shop in Niagara Falls. I can't. It, yes. Dude, it's, it's the guy at camp who's got a hot girlfriend in the other state. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, my fucking girlfriend's so hot, she's like 100 feet tall and all made out of boobs. And you're like, wait, what? That's and we not- bang every day. <laughs> right. Whenever I see her, like, I have to, like, punch her in the face to get her to stop sucking my dick. And it's like, come on, dude, really? Because everybody's met that guy. Like, everybody fucking knows that guy who's telling you some crazy shit, like, and then it's so easy to find out it's not true. Like this guy, he just, it's so funny because he ran the experiment, right? right? He, he ran the experiment. <laughs> he like his thesis, his hypothesis is there's a God who intervenes in our lives and I can call upon his power to rid the fucking world of spirits like same-sex marriage demons. Hey, it's not my fault. But still, like, he can get rid of same-sex marriage demons. And then he does the experiment, right? Like, I fucking did the thing, and then nothing happened. And you're like, well, and we know how that one turned out. Fail. Big fu- On Mythbusters? Yeah. This is busted. Yeah, it certainly wouldn't be plausible. That's for sure. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. So this story comes from the Telegraph. Uh, Afghanistan plans to reintroduce public stoning as punishment for adultery. So much better than the private stonings as punishment for adultery. At least they're moving them to the public square. Good for them. Uh, way to rocket yourself into the 21st century Afghanistan. Yeah. <laughs> You're, you, you know, you look at this photo. See, so look at the photo in this thing. I'm looking. I can't really tell. There's like a bag out it there. Seriously looks. I mean, take, just take your hand and take the troop. Like, put your hand over the, the, the photo of the, right. of the soldier. This could, this photo could be taken in fucking 1480. Yeah. I mean, it really <laughs> it totally fucking could. could. It really There's fucking a mud could. wall. There's a mud it, wall. Right? Right? Like, this is how you're going to get ahead? Like, somebody sitting around like, oh, man, the whole rest of the world looks at us like we're a backward civilization. What do we do? Should we increase our education initiatives? Should we invest more money in math and science? No. Let's throw rocks at people. <laughs> what? Let's murder people with rocks. Because that's... What you do, I guess. Dude, fucking chimpanzees throw rocks. Yeah, they do. Actual fucking chimpanzees yeah. throw rocks. At some point, we're, some of these people are going to regress to the point of our common ancestry. Like, they're actually <laughs> going to start sprouting more hair. What is, you know, okay, so we have a policy that they're trying to put back in place, which is essentially people. And when I say people, I mean women should be stoned to death for adultery. Punishment for adultery should be stoning to death. But that's not the men, right? No, I don't think they're chucking rocks at dudes, man. I mean, because it's it's a dude. Come on, no one's going to throw a rock at me. (laughs) But we'll totally throw rocks. I mean, there's a whole second religion which has that saying, like, he who's without sin cast the first stone. They're just like fucking... Get me the stone. We got bigger stones? I got, I'll fucking throw some rocks right now. I don't be giving no shit. This is crazy stuff, Cecil. It's, it's fucking insane that in 2013, almost 2014, 
People are actually like reconsidering the idea of hurling rocks at each other. It's fucking, it's, it would make, it would actually be a more humane law if it was like Afghanistan considers shooting adulterers with an RPG. That would be, that would be way more humane, actually. Be more humane, Tom, if they lit them on fire. I know, right? I mean, it, the only reason it was rocks is because it was written when that was like the fucking height of technology, yeah. right? When rocks were like, people were like, people were, <laughs> there's, a, there's a scientist, he bursts out of the lab, he's like, look what I just invented. <laughs> I mean, like rocks were like, I mean, like the, you know, the, the arms race was really heating up when we figured out how to fucking cock our arm back. Yeah, we use our arms. <laughs> that's why, I mean, that's why it was stoning, right? It wasn't, because I would, I mean, maybe it would be RPGs if it was right now. Maybe it would be like, well, fucking shoot them. Before it was like, fucking Chuck some stones at him. I don't know. What else do we have? We literally have no resources. We're in Afghanistan. The whole country is just made of rocks and angry sunshine. <laughs> and mud walls and cast right. iron pots. <laughs> I saw a hilarious skit this week where they had these two women who were uh, in full the full outfit, right? And their faces were covered with like all the way, like all basically all they had was their eyes were open. And they're sitting at a table and they're trying to eat spaghetti. And it's the funniest thing I saw. It's so funny because they're pulling like the little veil thing in front of their face back. And they're like stuffing the fork in there. And they're just like tapping the spaghetti down into in front of their mouth. It's the funniest shit I saw all week. It's awesome. You know, we, we really can't criticize Cecil. If we criticize uh, Islam, and that's where this law comes from, right? It's not just, it's not a secular law. Right. right. So if we criticize <laughs> Islam is. right now. Where do being, you, how do you get there from here? Yeah, you can't. It's not a secular law. Yeah. So if we criticize Islam, though, you realize that we're we're being racist somehow. Yeah, because Islam is right? a race. It's the great race of Islam. It's the great. <laughs> it's Don't you know about the great race of Islam? Right. Yeah. No, it's I forgot about actually it. Actually, a race at all. They don't exist. You know, I feel bad. I genuinely do. I feel fucking awful for the people who have to grow up in Afghanistan. Well, especially a young girl, right? No access to education. You go to school and your fucking well is poisoned. You have a chance of, you know, getting married off at a very young age. And if, you know, you commit adultery or even if you're just fucking accused of adultery, because let's be honest, no justice system is perfect. You can get stoned to death. Right. And there should never be anything you can do where you get stoned to death. Right. No, I totally. Like unless it's like, like, like unless it's like smoking pot until you like pass out yeah. like that's <laughs> until you that's pass the, out and choke you on cannot, your own you can't even overdose on it right. but still like that should be the only stoned to death like oh i got so fucking stoned i fell off a fucking 30 second story balcony in my hotel or something like that should be stoned to death in 2013 there shouldn't be like i sentence you to rocks who's that guy on the other side of the glory hole it's jesus See, so this story comes from, I don't know, a dolphin? Eldolphin.org. It, 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 it comes from a Reddit, really, is where yeah. it came from. Uh, and it may or may not be true. We decided we don't care because yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> Steps in overcoming masturbation. Attributed to Mark Peterson, Council of the Twelve Apostles of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. This is a guide to self-control to make sure you don't fucking masturbate 
Uh, and it's extensive, Cecil. It's got some, and I think these are some real world, uh, practical, reasonable suggestions that any of us can undertake uh, to make sure that we don't have pleasure. I'm oh, sorry. Were you saying something? I was jerking off to this. Yeah, I was jerking off while I was speaking, so okay, I don't blame yeah. you for it. Yeah, I, it's all I good. just have no self-control. I don't know what it is. Yeah. You've got to turn that camera off while we're talking, by the on way. The text on the, on the screen here was making me wank it. I, uh, I, I do want to point out, Tom said that you know we're not sure if it's real. Someone had said they're not sure if it's real. They tweeted at us. I was posted on Reddit earlier in the week, and I found it on a different Mormon site. I don't know if it's real. When I did a search to look to see if there was like a Snopes article or something, nothing really came up. It was on a Snopes board, but nobody refuted it, so I don't know if it's real or not. The thing about it is, is that when you read it, if it is a Poe, it's such a good Poe that you believe it because it's one of those things when you read through, you're like, I would believe that someone would say this if they were hyper-religious. Absolutely. I would believe yep. that they would say something like, dress yourself for the night so securely that you cannot easily touch your vital parts. <laughs> vital parts, Tom. That's what they you're call right. those. And I, so it I would be difficult and time-consuming for you to remove these clothes. By the time you started to remove the protective clothing, you would have sufficiently controlled your thinking and your temptation would leave you bull. Shit. Bullshit. There's no way if you got a hard on, you're thinking, man, if I could only get these pants off faster. Right. If it takes 20 minutes, eh, took 20 minutes. Yeah, look, this is, first of all, this is why my wife dresses me uh, in a straight jacket right, every night every just night. to leave yeah. her alone. And it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. It doesn't fucking work. She fucking laces that thing up, you know, fucking hangs me upside down, padlocked outside the fucking it doesn't you've never met a 15 year old boy with an erection in your life if you think that putting a clothes on him yeah no kidding right are you kidding me <laughs> hey, fuck the clothes and i'm not even kidding yeah like a tight clothes would be like i'll rub that i don't give a shit i'll fucking you could tie you could fucking mummify him <laughs> he'd fuck the sarcophagus you have no idea yeah. what you're up against trying to quell the libido of an adolescent yeah, it and simply cannot be done. And right, and that's what you're going for here. This is not self-control for, you know, the 40 or 30-year-old guy. This is self-control for that 15 to 16, 17-year-old kid who's, you know, I mean, you got 30 seconds? Cuz right. if you got 30 seconds, you can finish one out. <laughs> got 30 seconds, you can probably get a twofer. Yeah. That's, <laughs> when you're 16, are you kidding? Like, eh, you got a two for yeah. a few minutes to play Call of Duty. Uh, Some of these suggestions, Cecil, I like this one. When you bathe, do not admire yourself in a mirror. Oh, My goodness. first thought was, well, fucking fat yeah. chance. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm like a vampire. Like, I, have, I don't look at the mirror. I'm like, right. ah, fuck, what? I have painted all my mirrors in my house black. Yeah, no kidding. I, so just so I won't look at myself. I fucking just shatter them. I'm like, yeah. bad luck? I'll take it. <laughs> it's better than actually Bad luck? Have you me. seen me? Right. <laughs> the, the bad luck would be a functioning mirror. That bad would be the bad luck. would be luck. an upgrade to my face. It's, uh, you, fuck it. And, like, as if a dude is going to look at him, as if anybody's going to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, hmm, I'd fuck me. I'd, oh, I'd well, there's that me. one guy from the Sons of Lambs who would fuck me. <laughs> I'd fuck me. Would you fuck me? Yeah, um, that's not how that works, dude. Yeah. Like, that's just, you're not like, oh, man, me. I want to get me a piece of me. <laughs> Here's one, Tom. This is interesting. 
If you are associated with other persons having the same problem, you must break off their friendship. Never associate with other people having the same weakness. Don't suppose the two of you can quit together. You never will. You you must get away from people like of that kind. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, when are you sharing this? Like, man, do you really have a hard time not whacking off like with your friends at that age? <laughs> right. You're just like, right. you like show up at the lunch table. You're like, man, I just can't stop beating off. <laughs> guys, can you, do you guys have a hard time jerking it? Yeah, show of hands, guys. Yeah, show of hands. Show of hands. Actually, Every, yeah, just, if just you just hand, knock though. on the table from underneath one time. <laughs> show, uh, you know, in here though, it, it does describe why masturbate. Because my first thought was like, well, what's the harm? You know? Right. Like, masturbate. Like, okay, well, fine. But it says it's a sinful habit that robs one of the spirit. So clearly, come is spirit. I had no idea. I didn't either. But, I, it, you know, there you I've go. I've been filled with the spirit since I've been a young boy. <laughs> Dude, I have fucking spirited up some Kleenex. I've, I've fucking spilled some spirit. I have an outpouring of spirit, Tom. There's a, I mean, there's spirit everywhere. Yeah. I'm just saying, like. I'm like the if, fucking Long Island medium. There's spirit everywhere. <laughs> if you were to get a spirit blacklight, for example, there'd be some spirit. You know what yeah. I mean? That's not good. There's one that tells people to, like, go eat a food. It's like, I if know. you feel like you want to jerk off, go eat a food instead. It's like, don't worry about your weight. Just get to the kitchen, even in the middle of the night. Right. I would be. Even more enormous. I would be right. one of those people that has to be fucking like airlifted out of yeah. my bedroom, <laughs> like by like six of those military helicopters. Yeah, replace my current drive for sex with my current drive for food. Yeah, that's well, not just, a, you just add one to the other. That's really not, you know. And and then later on in the same article, they're basically saying, you know, what you can do to prevent you from jerking off. And one of them is reduce the amount of spices and, and condiments in your food. Eat as lightly as possible at night. Yet, go run to the fucking fridge every time you feel like you want to beat it. Right. Yeah. So you, it, it's, it's, like, it's like taking the joy of jerking off and replacing it with food, but then making sure that you don't have any joy in your food. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to eat <laughs> fucking worst. boiled chicken. So good. Yay. More boiled chicken. I fucking hate my church. I mean, even still, even if it was fucking cottage cheese or fucking rice crackers, I don't know. I would be, I mean, I'd be so fucking big, people would poach me. (laughs) I would be fucking, I'd be shot on the savannah. Someone would be, be, someone would be digging in your mouth looking for your tusks. Right, exactly. If they could find the mouth. Yeah. They're like pulling back, just fold after fold, and they're like, we can't determine which way is up. It never stops. It just keeps going and going. It's like some horrible flush nightmare. Yeah. There's Um, one of these where it's like, just put a little calendar in your pocket, and then every time you don't beat off, or every time you do beat off, put a black square, and your goal is to have a month with no black squares, and then a year or whatever with no black squares or something like that. Like, if this is a document that you're sending out to your whole church, what happens if somebody finds the black square-laden calendar in your pocket? Yeah, no kidding. You know, I would just take my calendar and fucking dunk it in black paint. Yeah. I'd just be like, <laughs> eh. <laughs> Yeah, I would color every day in uh, preemptively and yeah, then erase I'm, the days that I did. Yeah, that you don't, right? <laughs> you're like, at the end of the year, you're like, 
Anyone need an eraser? Right, right. It's uh, <laughs> this one here. In the field of psychotherapy, there's a very effective technique called aversion therapy. And this is, it goes on to explain, it's like the clockwork orange yeah. version, you know? So he's like, when, he is, when we associate a thing as something very distasteful, something which has been pleasurable but undesirable, the distasteful thought and feeling begin to cancel out that which was pleasurable. If you associate something very distasteful with your loss of self-control, it will help you to stop the act. For example, if you're tempted to masturbate, think of having to bathe in a tub of worms and eating several of them as you do the act. That's just going to create a worm fetish. Oh, good. <laughs> All you're going, like, you misunderstand how yeah. this works. You're still, you're still getting the fucking, you're still jerking off because it still has you doing the act. But now you're just thinking about worms. So you're just going to grow up the fucking weirdo who's eating worms while you come. Like, that's oh. what you're going to do. You'd be like, odd fucking earthworm. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. I watch X-Men only for Nightcrawler. That's it. <laughs> I like that it's a manual for masturbation. I like that. I think that's very funny that it's a manual for masturbation because just like every other manual, people threw this out and just tried to play with the toy initially. <laughs> and for the most fun, it might require batteries. Yeah. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. See, so this story I tweeted, uh, this is from Right Wing Watch, that if, if you can make heads or tails out of this story, uh, you win a prize. I don't know what the prize is because I don't believe it can be. I don't believe the prize can be won. Wow. This is like the fucking Randy Foundation prize. I, like, you're not going to win this prize. I don't, uh, I don't Tea even... Tea Party Nation exposes the gay food Nazis. Uh, what is... What? Once and for all. Well, that's good. Finally, we've got this one clear. Saturday, Tea Party Nation emailed readers a TPN blog post, the gay food Nazis, which argues that progressives are hypocrites for supporting portion control and gay rights. Um, Timothy Birdnow, and I'm just reading, I'm just fucking reading. <laughs> Timothy Birdnow, who blamed the Sandy Hook shooting on teachers and called for the school to hire George Zimmerman, attacked Worst Missouri security guard ever. <laughs> Did you see that he was, by the way, just yeah. uh, rearrested for pointing a shotgun at his girlfriend's face? Yeah, well, I mean, he's just arrested for. Let's not jump to any conclusions here. We know we have a lot of Zimmerman fans in the audience. Yeah, so it could. Yeah, it's it, he allegedly did, but he yeah. also allegedly pointed a gun at his wife, which is why she left him. So. Right. Allegedly. Well, it's allegedly. Let's just be really clear about this, and let's just say super allegedly, he's a really super cool dude. Who likes his guns? That's all he there just, is. I mean, that's he it. He seems to point a lot of guns at he a lot likes, of people. He likes, he just like, he, I think he's just trying to show them to other people. I think he's just right. one of those guys who's just like, really, I would just really like you to look at it. And she's like, I already saw it. just, will you look at it, please? Will you just look at the barrel, please? Look and tell me if it's loaded. Just tell me if this see? hurts at all. Maybe it's actually a duck hunt gun. Like maybe he was just, <laughs> like maybe a he's just a dude who likes duck hunt. Yeah, no, that's, that's possible. It strikes me as a plausible. Yeah. yeah. Sandy Hook. Um, yeah, put him in Sandy Hook. Put him in Sandy Hook. He'll just... He's fucking so nuts. This By the story, end of the week, he's pointing a gun at the nurse. Right. Just the, the fucking lunch lady's like, it's corn and potato. <laughs> what? The school mascot quits. They're just like, just, I'm done. We should just change the school mascot to a gun. <laughs> just a school mascot should just be a gun. And it should be a fucking firing gun, like fucking one of the... Uh, 
uh, like, like like one of those Decepticons, you know, that can just like transform. <laughs> it's like Megatron. <laughs> right. I will say, too, as an aside that I never like as a kid, I was pretty hyper literal and I never would play with the, the, the toy that would just turn into a gun. because I was like, there's nobody to shoot it. It would just it would just lay on its side. Right. It doesn't make any like the gun doesn't make any sense. <laughs> It needs a shooter, like it needs a thing. In the in the in the cartoon that was on TV, it like shrunk. So like he would he would he would stand there and be like, okay, and like one of the Starscream or whatever would change from a jet into a thing, and then he would transform into the size of like a the size that a jet could shoot a gun. But when right. he transformed, <laughs> if he did that, that for real, like when he was right. an actual toy, he would be like a like one sixteenth the size of the other guy. I know, but I w- but that's why I wouldn't play with them. Like I just refused. I also wouldn't play with Matchbox cars where you could demonstrably tell there was no driver, like when they had a clear windshield, and there was no like there's no one driving. This you car. clearly have no imagination. I was terrible at playing <laughs> toys. Like I don't. I would only play with toys that made sense. Um, so this Speaking story of making sense. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, we may as well talk about fucking Matchbox cars. You just want to? I'm going to read some pieces of this yeah, thing. No, if do anybody it. Yeah, can that's that's better than what I can say about it. Um, quote: If controlling the kinds of foods and portion sizes that children are allowed is a state-sanctioned function, then shouldn't controlling homosexual imagery and experience be likewise? <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't we be trying to put homosexuality back into the closet to prevent children with genetic tendencies? From suffering temptation. Wait, what? Well, you see, uh, Snickers bars are like a dick. (laughs) That's why I like them so much. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, if you have a genetic tendency to eat too many Snickers bars, that's the same thing as liking the dick. Instead of, you know, as a guy. Right. Right. You know, I'm, I'm general. As a man, I'm speaking like Yeah, this. because so, if it was a woman, then you'd like the gash. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Fuck. is better than cons? Come on. Oh, shit. Fuck. I don't know that it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> so, so, like, if the state can control one thing, I mean, this is basically the argument, right? If the state can say... We can control one thing, then the state gets to control all things. Yeah, because all he says he says right afterwards, sauce for the goose is sauce for the gander. Yeah. What? Z- what? Well, I, my first thought was like, what kind of sauce? Like you didn't define your sauce, sir. <laughs> Wait, I don't, and I kind of got to think like geese and gander don't really care so much about sauce. Well, not because basically by the time the sauce is introduced. They're already dead. They're really dead. They're fucking roasted at they're, that point. They're they're 165 degrees internal temperature. At that right. Point. Or 187 if I cooked it. <laughs> Dried out the goddamn goose again. This next one. Let me read this next one. So both obesity and homosexuality may have a biological component and are both bad for public health. So why are we treating these two behavioral issues differently? If society must discourage obesity, should it not equally discourage homosexuality? Um, wait, what? Yeah, what? Well, let's see. Obesity is uh, it's bad for your health, demonstrably, right. in right. like all the ways. Uh, consensual sex amongst adults. 
Yeah, well, uh, no, not so much. <laughs> I don't see that on my list of bad to your health. Yeah. And, you know, the counter argument that they would make is like, well, you know, these various diseases are much more, uh, you know, rampant amongst uh, homosexual male populations. Like, well, people need to do a better job of having safe sex. That's the solution. Right. The solution is like, and that's across every board. Like, everybody needs to do a better job having safe sex. Like, everybody needs to. Um, but the solution is not like, it'd be like saying like, well, there's no food. Like, just... Or, or like, actually, let's let's continue his crazy metaphor, right? Because, like, I would not like to have gay sex. Like, I would really not like that. Uh, it's just not something I'm interested in. So I'm going to presume that a homosexual man would really not like to have heterosexual sex. So that if, if you were using food, it'd be like somebody saying, like, yeah, Tom, all you get is eggnog. <laughs> what? I hate eggnog. Can't I have steak? Steak, I like. I like steak. Steak tastes good to me. You can have steak no. and eggnog. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, no, you just get to eat eggnog. Eggnog and fucking pureed lima beans. That's what you get. Be like, that's not appealing to me. I really, really don't want to eat that. I would rather not eat than eat eggnog and lima beans. Like, well, that's also a viable option. Yeah, it's real easy to control the portions of my eggnog. Right. You yeah, know, that's super all. easy. Just yeah. zero portions. I don't understand the portion control. I mean, like, obviously he's upset because they want to do some sort of state-sanctioned portion control, but don't they already do that with, like, public lunches anyway? Yeah, they do. And isn't this an argument for bigger government? It always is, though. It always... I mean, this is... You know, that's that's such a... That's such a non-issue to those people, the Tea Party people. Even though they, they claim to be small government, it's such a non-issue to them. So, uh, so we're here with Mike from uh, Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining us today. Oh, no problem. So, Mike, if people have never heard of you, which strikes me as unlikely, which which is very unlikely, who could you, could you just tell the audience just a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I do a podcast, uh, a Skeptic's Guide to Conspiracy. It's uh, uh, it just I exam I take on a conspiracy, examine it, try to uh, peel it apart a little bit, that type of thing. And that's about all I really do. I'm I'm pretty uh I have no life, so Well yeah. Mike, I, I wanted to ask you a question just straight out straight out of the gate here. Your okay. website is your first and last name. Just yeah. fucking it's just I mean, it's just MikeBowler.com. Like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm this is me. Are you at all concerned that the conspiracy <laughs> theorists are going to start their own conspiracy yeah. wherein you are murdered? Right. I'm just curious because most people online, you they make up a name, right? Like some crazy fucking like I'm Jack the Mad Hatter or some fucking yeah. half clever pseudo interesting bullshit. But you're just like I'm fucking Mike Bowler. dot com. Yep. I love it, but that's that's ballsy. I'm just throwing that out there. It's just fucking straight out ballsy. Of you know, honestly, um, I'm not too worried uh, to be honest. Uh, because first of all, I think they're all chicken shits. <laughs> they, they they talk a big talk, but you know when it comes down to when when it hits the road, they just puss out. I mean, that's the only way to describe it. I mean, especially like guys like Alex Jones, he thumps his chest real 
you know, does that, you know, he yells at you and he, he gets, he's him between him, his listeners, they're all chicken shits. They, I mean, there's video of Alex Jones cheap shotting, uh, Geraldo Rivera. There's a cop trying to keep the two apart. You could see Jones go around the back of this cop and try, you know, does a one last shot at, uh, you know, actually hitting Geraldo Rivera. I mean, it's like, you know, if you're gonna fight the guy, fight him face to face. Don't be this. Yeah, you know. and it's it's just fucking Geraldo Rivera. So I mean, take the guy on for crying out loud. I might not know who Alex Jones is. Who's Alex Jones? Uh, he's had uh, uh, that loud mouth in uh, Austin, Texas. He you'll see him at nine uh, eleven rallies. He's done. He he did a Piers Morgan after the uh, Sandy Hook uh, massacre. Was he the Infowars guy? Yeah. Oh, that oh. fucking guy. That fucking guy. <laughs> oh my god! So that guy gets like he gets punchy with people. Oh yeah. Oh my! I would love to fight that guy. I would fight He's that guy. He's a little doughy though. Oh, <laughs> like the fighting, yeah. I would fight with that guy. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit! My money's on you. Oh, Tom. I would fight. I would fight him. I. Oh, it would be the greatest day of my life. Yeah, the guy's just a, and he's just a big blowhard. I mean, he 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 pumps his chest up. He he goes, "I'm all for the Constitution and you know First Amendment," and he's in it for the money. He, I think that's all he does. He, yeah, he, he loves them. He loves the the paycheck that he gets. Do you think some of these conspiracies keep getting propagated because of that paycheck? Because I mean, these guys make you know, if you're a nine eleven, let's say you're a nine eleven conspiracy theorist. You can make a lot of money off a book or, you know, that that loose change videos shown all over the place. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's some money to be made. Here. Oh, yeah. Um, all of them. I mean, was it uh, Jason Burmis? He's one of the one of the creators of loose change. Uh, he's got, a, you know, he's got a lot of work out of it. He, he actually works for uh, the network that Alex Jones is on. Alex Jones <laughs> financed uh, Loose Change, the final cut. So it, there's money floating around out there. And, you know, at 20 bucks a pop for a, a, a DVD, people just eat it, eat this stuff up. Yeah, they're getting ad revenue for their sites. They're getting ad revenue for everything on YouTube, things like that. So they're definitely making some money. Yeah. Uh, last estimates I heard, uh, Alex Jones makes about $2 million a year. Fuck what? <sighs> Two million dollars um, for that guy. For that guy, I will definitely fight that guy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'll do it for free. Yeah, and David Ike, uh, the uh, the guy that believes in the reptoids. Uh, I love you know, that guy. Oh. Yeah, he's he's at two million. What? For, yes, for making what? up V. We, like it's V. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't even make it I, up. Right, it's like, like it's, just rehashing. Are you v. kidding me? Like he's basically saying, like that can't be television program was a real one. Like that guy, that guy. Holy yeah. shit! Wow. See, so why do I go to work? I don't know, but Tom, the reason why we do this podcast is so we can get about fifty or seventy dollars worth of donations every right? year. No so. kidding. <laughs> this show, this show took a hundred and twenty-six episodes to purchase a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> That, yeah. It, well, we're you know we're on the layaway plan at Kmart. So. <laughs> we should really we should really become conspiracy theorists. I'm telling you what, that's where the cash Man. is. Jeez, we. I mean, it's either it's either be a be a, a preacher and you know hide behind tax exempt status and you know get a like a mega church because those people make tons of money. And it doesn't seem it seems like they could just do hookers and blow to all the time. Right. Anyway. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. You no know, repercussions. Yeah, and then or you could just be a conspiracy theorist, and you get to take punches at Geraldo Rivera on occasion, which isn't a bad no, thing either. Why settle for either or? 
I say go fucking whole hog. Yeah. I've just gone through all these this JFK stuff. There's I last I I've been trying to get a count of the number of books written on JFK, and it's well over a thousand books. So if you're talking, I mean, I don't know what kind of numbers you could be talking. Wow. You know, these authors are making. You know, there's there's a there's a billion dollar industry out there. You know, and it's all just to propagate bullshit. You, you know a lot about the JFK conspiracy stuff. Can, I'm gonna ask you a question about that. So like, with the 9/11, you know, I know a little bit about several conspiracies. I don't know a lot about any one in particular one. But like with the not, let's say that I'm gonna take a couple. Like so, the Sandy Hook. Um, elementary school people that had that conspiracy, they're kind of on the the sort of uh, Obama wants to get rid of all guns, so there was a conspiracy. And then like the people who thought about 9-11, they, they want to blame George Bush for attacking Iraq, and that was the motive behind 9-11. What's the motivation behind the president getting killed, JFK getting killed? Like what was the, what are the motivations that some of these conspiracy theorists bring up for the conspirators in that? Okay, uh, there's actually hundreds. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> we just want you to go they... through the first, like the best 399. Like yeah. Okay, no problem. No problem. <laughs> Over the past 50 years, all sorts of ideas have been thrown around. There's, uh, of course, the, uh, the Russians, the Cubans, the Mafia. Let's see what else there was. LBJ. LBJ? Oh, LBJ did it. Yes. yes. Wow. He was a super assassin. He had a license to kill he did. him. Yeah. He did. They shouldn't have given – they should have They should have realized after the fact, like, fuck, we only got to give that to the president, not the vice president. Yeah. The vice president gets the license to It should main. be like a license to kill, but underneath the license says, but not the president. Yeah. You know, so that way yeah. there's no more fucking – No takes these back. Because they were really – they were like, oh, fucking eggs on my face. Who yeah. – did we not tell them? That he can't kill a president. Forgot. Oh, God damn it. But yeah, LBJ, uh, Richard Nixon's been. I thought you were going to uh, say the, Richard Simmons for a second, and I was going to decide yeah, that was Simmons the most fabulous be fucking conspiracy possible. Yeah. Richard Nixon, really? Yeah. Um, some there was something about uh, his grudge against uh, losing the election in 1960. Oh, for crying out wow. loud! Uh, then there's like the Secret Service has been linked in there now, and then you got the combinations: the Russian Cuban, the Cuban mafia, the. <laughs> Uh, mafia, the Cuban sandwich, <laughs> yes, the Cuban, yes, yeah, <laughs> delicious Cuban sandwich, <laughs> yes, and it, it all has to do with Kennedy getting, uh, he was getting soft on Cuba. There's also been the the race thing. Um, LG LBJ may have been involved because of uh, since he was from Texas, they wanted to, and Kennedy was starting to move toward uh, more um, racial equality. That ticked off a lot of the Southern Democrats, so they enlisted LBJ to knock off the president. Um, and it's all conjecture. You know, I, I've yet to find any real, I mean, yes, uh, the mafia, the mafia is, I think is the cool one. I think between, uh, Giancana from Chicago, uh, there was, um, what was the mafia's, what would the mafia's motive be though? Uh, they got kicked out of Cuba when Castro took over. Oh, okay. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. And they held a grudge against Kennedy because- Well, yeah. Yeah, because Kennedy really should have been like, oh, well, fuck it. I mean, all, yeah. all these other issues we're having with Cuba, we don't want- Just let the mob stick around. That doesn't make any sense at all. So when did you get in, interested in conspiracies? What made you get interested in that? Well, it was kind of a- I think it was a uh, kind of a- a melting together of a few things. Uh, growing up, I was a real science nerd. Uh, I was the kid with the telescope and the microscope. Um, really into science and history. 
I did for a brief time. I was kind of turned on to the ancient aliens, you know, Von Daniken, all those books. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I really got interested in Pearl Harbor, the Pearl, uh, attack on Pearl Harbor. And then in uh, the book uh, at dawn, we slept toward the back was all these cons- this conspiracy uh, stuff that's been written about uh, Pearl Harbor as being a conspiracy. So it was kind of like my skepticism, my, my, my interest in history. And I think even that's when I was really learning to be an atheist or be, I was realizing I was an atheist that uh, it all kind of came together and I love history. And that's, that's why I, I try to focus on the history aspects more than the science in my show, because, mm-hmm. because, yeah. because there's hundreds of science shows all, all over the place. So uh, I thought maybe doing like a, a, a purely history with the science mixed in, which would be a, a good niche within the with, within a, within the market. I mean, it, it all kind of melded together. Plus, I like good murder mysteries and you know that type of stuff. So right. So it kind of everything kind of gelled together. And um, in my early days, I used to run a, the old uh, computer bulletin board, and uh, I would see all these weird stories on these on these uh, on. I don't know if you're familiar with FidoNet. Event or no. I mean, it'd be like a forum on the internet type of thing, but it was all done through the, the bulletin boards. And there was always these stories about, uh, I mean, at the time I was in the, in it was uh, Oklahoma City, the um, Randy Weaver and Ruby Ridge um, and the you know, Koresh in Waco. And there was all this crazy stuff coming across about how so-and-so in the government uh, – was doing this and how the government killed uh, Koresh, which maybe on the upfront, it was kind of true, but, um, but it was like they had it out for him because he was Christian. He was, you know, that, right, that, that, right, that type yeah. of stuff. My uh, skeptical senses were twingling on those. And uh, it's like, Oh, well, wait a minute. You know, this, this is, this is all bullshit. You know, it's like, yeah, the I mean, what you, what we were seeing is really an inept government trying to deal with a situation that they were not prepared yeah. for, and yeah, yeah, and it all turned bad. I mean, what strikes me is that's a common theme for these conspiracy issues, right? Is that there's a lot of chalking up to conspiracy what can be most readily explained by incompetence, you know, by incompetence and misunderstanding. But there's this. I think there's this human need that people have, and I think this is part of what fuels, and, and tell me if you think I'm totally fucking nuts, but part of what seems to con- to fuel a lot of these conspiracy stories is this idea that all the pieces should connect just so, and if all the pieces don't connect just so, um, then there's got to be another explanation, and the explanation so frequently is miscommunication and incompetence, but because that's a less engaging story, and because that's not this real nice, neat bow to tie everything together. Instead, it's like, well, we'll fucking stretch that string all the way over here to people with fucking reptile skin underneath their... Exactly. <laughs> fucking reptile I love those people. fucking people. I'm going to come back it. to those people every time we can, by the way, because I fucking love that shit. What's your favorite crazy conspiracy, man? Like, what's the craziest one, the one that, like that you just can't help but love because it's so fucking nuts. Like the, like Sylvia Brown crazy, like really crazy. Oh, they're all crazy. Uh, they're all one <laughs> and they're wonderfully, I mean, I love them. Actually, I love them all because there's, it's actually, 
I mean, there's just the thought that went behind it. I mean, I, I have to give these guys credit. They they got great imaginations and real. I mean, they they could probably make f- bigger money writing, you know, uh, sci- science fiction novels or you know, murder mysteries or whatever. But they've chosen to. I don't know, go off the deep end. I mean, a, a David Icke reptilian stories. I mean, you can turn that into a whole trilogy or multi-trilogy. You could turn it into a, you could turn it into like a, you know, several short pieces to put on TV like V, yeah. let's yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Like a mini series. Yeah. Well, are there any that you think are credible? Have you have you looked into any and thought, "Okay, maybe there's something here." That that's the other fun thing about there there are real conspiracies. Uh the uh, the 1919 White Sox, uh, that was a real conspiracy. Uh, and when you looked at the the news at the time and the guys that were looking into it, uh, Featherston, uh, if you ever saw Eight Men Out, uh, that's kind of the rough story there. No one believed him. He thought he they thought he was nuts that the White Sox would throw the World Series, and it eventually came out. Yeah, they did. You know, it's like. Uh, like uh, like now with uh, Snowden and uh, the NSA, there was a conspiracy behind or before all this. Uh, supposedly, there were some pap- uh, some books had gotten leaked out into wherever. This was before the internet or early internet about uh, secret rooms being built in the tel- telco uh, offices in California and I think New York to intercept transatlantic uh, telephone. And it was operated by, uh, I don't remember exactly if they told you who it was, but it was like, the go- they kept saying government. The government, this was a government room. And I'm like, when I first heard that, it's like, okay, that's kind of weird, but, you know, it, it kind of makes sense if you're, a, you know, if, if it's the NSA, they're tapping international phone calls. Okay, I can kind of deal with that, but it's still, the way it came out, it was really real flaky, you know, real, it, it, it didn't really sound right, but now with Snowden and, uh, and starting to spill the beans on the NSA, that may not have been a conspiracy after all. I mean, that's, that, that's the, um, that's, a, that's kind of the neat thing. And, you know, as a skeptic, I think it's important that we do reassess, you know, certain things. And that's what I've been doing with the the NSA, what's the new revelations? I, I'm actually trying to follow that a little bit because, you know, it 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 was a conspiracy that turned out to be true. Well, speaking of ones that are true, are there any that you would think you would wish were real? Like, are there any that like the famous ones that you kind of wish actually were real? The aliens. I really would like. To, yeah. I would like the aliens <laughs> to be aliens real. Be awesome. <laughs> Like the ancient alien ones, or yes, either either or, the, uh, either the uh, the current, you know, the ones that are butt diddling uh, Southerners, or uh, <laughs> or uh, or or the ancient ones who were probably butt diddling Egyptians. Huh? Yeah, sure, yeah. 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 Those Egyptians have tight asses. That's why you got to butt diddle whenever you can. <laughs> so probe the shit out of that thing. That's all I'm saying. Now, what about the what about those people with the face on Mars and stuff? There was big conspiracies with that too. Yeah, it, it's still going on. They still they don't believe that the uh, the actual photos. They think those are doctored now because it's because it comes out of NASA. Anything out of NASA is automatically conspiracy. That's that's a, that's the Richard Hoagland, um, Mike, yeah, Mike yeah. Barra types. That Hoagland made his made his living on that uh, coast to coast show. That guy was on there all the time. Oh yeah, I like how uh, uh, 
Stuart Robbins on his uh, Exposing Pseudo-Astronomy. I love how he tears into the guy. I don't know. It, it, it sounds almost like he is harassing Mike Barra a little bit, but Mike Barra is a, is a, a douchebag because there, there's that ziggurat on, the, on Mars thing. thing. That, that was Mike Barra who found it on a, uh, what was it, the... Uh, his imagination? Right. No. I think that's no. exactly <laughs> it, right? Yeah, yeah. He found well, it. Where did he find it? What well, went on fucking Mars? That's where he didn't find it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the uh, Call of Duty Zombies Forum. That's what? where he found the photo. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. He found this it in a fucking so forum? Yes. That's awesome. That's yeah. fucking, yeah. that's perfect. That couldn't be any more perfect. Call of Duty. Holy shit. I mean, that's like that's like the setup for like a shitty fucking Jerry Bruckheimer movie. You know what I mean? Like it's like some fucking hacker kid with his fucking Xbox One, like yeah. dicking around. He fucking finds he like plays so well, he gets the secret level, and then the NSA gets the fucking bat phone goes off, like, sir, somebody's beat level N63. What the fuck? And then they like give him the keys like to the, the universe and he saves Jupiter or some bullshit. Like Oh my God! Bruce Willis is in it. There's a fucking Aerosmith soundtrack. That's all I know. I, it's I fucking would, true. I would watch that movie. I would see it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I like that. So, so Mike, if people were going to find your podcast, where would they look? Um, MikeBowler.com. That's my uh, website. You can also find me on uh, iTunes. It's under uh, a skeptic's eye to conspiracy. Whatever else you can find me, I think I'm on a couple other podcatchers that I don't know. I, I, I look at the stats and it it tells me all these things, and I, I don't know where where else it is. But those would be the two two good places to find me. Do you do another podcast too? I'm I'm also uh, I'm I'm the Tom of the uh, Bitchbot Report. Oh, so so you're the you're the crappy one who doesn't do any work. I'm the crappy one who doesn't do any work. Okay, oh, it's a great position to hold, isn't it? It's it's excellent. I love it. I I just I just read a bunch of stories, uh, comment on it, and uh, Cephas does all the the heavy lifting on right. it. I mean, it, it's great. That, it's Cephas sounds like a name, hell of a guy, right? Like Cephas, yeah. Cecil. Yeah. It's you just gotta yeah. find that guy. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that's it. awesome. Yeah, that's fucking great. <laughs> Mike, it was great having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks a lot for your time, Mike. Oh, no problem. Anytime. So we only got a few uh, pieces of email here, and uh, we kind of ran long anyway, so uh, so we're going to just burn through this real quickly. I do want to thank everybody who rated us on iTunes this last week. We just switched over to News and Politics, so if you haven't rated us on iTunes and you're thinking about doing it, now's a great time to do it. It pushes us up in the ratings, so if you can get over there, and if you enjoy the show and you want to help the show out, that's a great way to do it. So uh, so head on over to iTunes if, if that's something you do. If not, like we said earlier... You can go to Stitcher and add us in a playlist there. That also helps the show. We want to thank uh, Frozen Atheist again. That's Frozen Atheist on Twitter, at Frozen Atheist. Um, he created the song last week, so a bunch of people were asking who created the song. Uh, Frozen Atheist did. He, we put it at the beginning of the show last week, so if you missed it, it's in episode 126, the very beginning, um, and uh, it's walking, uh, walking to a Dirty Glory Hole is what it's called, and it's very funny, made us laugh, and we wanted to include it last week, so thank you, Frozen Atheist, for creating it. Yeah, that song was awesome. I really do appreciate you sending it. Uh, we got a message from uh, Joe from Jakistan, 
And uh, Joe listens to us while he goes to sleep. And uh, and so that's, I don't understand how that's even possible with Tom's coughing and farting through. I mean, maybe that's sort of putting him to sleep, though. That... It makes me worry about the sounds his wife makes next to him. <laughs> it's like a marin heat. I will say uh, at the end, he says enough with the Australian jibes. Yeah, that's never going to stop. Nope. So um, until Australia becomes less ridiculous. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's got to become delightful. a little less ridiculous and uh, less poisonous. And if yes. it does either of those things, you have two choices. You can either become less ridiculous or you can kill all of your wildlife. That's Those are it. your only two options. Right. Except for the koala. Well, actually, the koala bears, right? Don't they have chlamydia in their meat or whatever? And they all they make them. those weird sounds. Jake said they make those really strange sounds at like mating season or whatever. It's fucking angry about chlamydia sounds. I that's make really weird sounds during mating season, too. So I'm not going to make fun of the koala bears for it. So Yeah, that's that's called struggling to breathe. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what that is. Yeah, right. that's called me having another heart attack. You got to take that CPAP mask off, yeah. you know, in order to really get the job done. Sarah has to get the defibrillator out most nights. So. <laughs> She just wants you to put the turkey leg down, <laughs> just just for a minute. I did want to mention um, that I tried to fix the site up this last week. So we really quickly for people who are website inclined, um, we use a WordPress site as the housing for our site. So that's the architecture, and it's WordPress.org. And I I use a certain type of template. Well, that template needed to be updated, and I kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And then suddenly the site was just not working. It was to the point where I had put it off enough where it just was not functioning right. So I had to go and update it. Well, when I did, a bunch of stuff just got all borked up and weird and strange. So at this point, um, I tried to fix the site to as best as I could remember what it was like. But some of the the functions and the options got all weirded out. So I was just doing stuff from memory. So some people were asking us, you know, what changed and whatnot. But the site was kind of down and a little weird for a couple of days. I still don't think it's up to perfect snuff, but I can't get I can't find a good template. Like I have a template that we've used and I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe I'll change out the whole way it looks. But I just I'm totally inept when it comes to WordPress and I'm like, well, I'll find a template. And none of the templates. I look for podcasting templates, Tom. And the templates cost like a hundred dollars, like or something like that, what? just to use like a podcasting template. And I'm nope. like, fuck you. I'll just keep using what I got. Right. So because that, that's like free for a template. Well, you gotta like you have to like buy like a certain architecture. I don't even know what it is. Like I don't even understand what it is. But the one I searched up is a podcast theme, and it looks great. Like I mean, like I think that the podcast theme itself looks very good. But the problem is, is that it requires another architecture. So not only do I have to buy that theme, which costs like 50 bucks, let's say, I also have to buy their, you know, I I forget what it's called, but it's like an architecture type of their, like, so I have to get like, like have to set my site up to even be able to use this theme. Fuck that. So it's not only like 40 bucks, but it's like another 50 bucks on top. So it's like a hundred bucks. Just to get this nice podcast, which looks great. Looks fucking great. Mark Marin's website is based off of it. Looks fucking great. But it's a hundred bucks. And I'm like, yeah, well, I'm already in the hole for the podcast. <laughs> like, right. I'll be like, here's another hundred dollars. So that's why. So if it, I, that's why the site was all fucking wonky and weird all week. So I'm sorry about that. I'm going to try to fix it. If there's problems, send them to us and we'll try to figure out what the deal is. Um, and remember that I'll when, you try, send when it I to say us, we, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll try to figure out what the deal is. I'll be vaguely aware of the word website. Yeah, like that's, <laughs> I've heard 
some of these words before. I remember we, when we were doing Everyone's a Critic, and you're like, you had asked me for something. You, we were talking, and you're like, you should point him to the site. And I was like, we have a website? <laughs> it's on the internet! <laughs> yeah, you've been an asshole for a long time. I really out. am not yeah. going to get any better. Yeah. Like, this is it. This is, this is the fucking peak of my performance. And with that, we're going to leave you as always <laughs> with the skeptic's creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death and towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and views expressed in this show are that of the hosts only. Our poorly formed and expressed notions do not represent those of our wives, employers, friends, families, or of the local dairy council.